Welcome to Christ-Centered Meditation. My name is Andrea. This is a space for people who are looking for guided meditation on the word and love of Jesus Christ. We live in a fast-paced world, and setting aside time to dwell in the presence of the Lord strengthens our faith and confidence in Christ and simultaneously weakens the powers and principalities of darkness. This is a 10-minute meditation that you can do absolutely anywhere. I purposely leave some spaces silent, so do not check your recording or worry that the podcast stopped playing. Somehow, that silence is purposeful so that you can speak with God or hear from God, whichever is more pertinent. Let's begin with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I pause, I pause before your throne, and I reverently ask that you would be with us. We don't deserve your presence or your love, and yet you give it. You give it abundantly, and you give it freely, and we are so grateful. And I ask that you would be with us as we take this time to just pause and to contemplate bigger things, bigger things than the stresses in our lives and the the things that we have going on. God, we just ask for your, your vision and your truth to change us to guide us. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Here we are. I invite you to take a moment to settle into the space you're currently in. Are you standing? Are you sitting? Driving? Laying down? Are you comfortable? Are you a little uncomfortable? Notice where you are in the space your body is occupying. Maybe notice the weather around you, or if you're inside, notice the air around you, or you could look out a window. I want you to try to take a moment to just scan the area that you're currently residing. What stands out? The light? The darkness? The colors? The smells? The voices? Maybe the silence? I want you to ask God as you scan the area to direct your thoughts. What does he think about the area that you're currently sitting in? If he were sitting right next to you, looking around at the same forest or the same room or the same street, what might the God of the universe notice? What might stand out to him? I invite your thoughts back to this moment. It's okay, you can keep looking around the area you're in as long as you're not putting together a to-do list while you look around. But you can keep part of your awareness in your environment, considering the space you're in. But while you do that, I want you to take three big, deep breaths, filling your entire lung cavity so that your stomach expands and then your chest. Bring your consciousness to your breathing and rest there as I read from 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 29. I'll be reading in the New King James Version. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. 
For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. Pausing here for us to consider that passage. I could easily try to define for you what the things of the world are. But instead, I'm asking you to look around. What's being taught here? What things are we not to love? Lord, help us see as you see. Help us to navigate this life from a spiritual perspective. There are so many distractions. But God, we're asking for your vision, for your perspective, for your way of looking at the things around us. I want to read that again starting at verse 15. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. Little children, it is the last hour, and as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come, by which we know that it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not of us, for if they had been of us, they would have continued with us, but they went out that they might be made manifest that none of them were of us. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. I have not written to you because you do not know the truth, but because you know it, and that no lie is of the truth. Who is a liar but he who denies that Jesus is the Christ? He is Antichrist who denies the Father and the Son. Whoever denies the Son does not have the Father either. He who acknowledges the Son has the Father also. Therefore, let that abide in you which you have heard from the beginning. If what you heard from the beginning abides in you, you also will abide in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that he has promised us, eternal life. These things I have written to you concerning those who try to deceive you. But the anointing which you have received from him abides in you, and you do not need that anyone teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things, and is true, and is not a lie, and just as it has taught you, you will abide in him. And now, little children, abide in him that when he appears, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. If you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone who practices righteousness is born of him. I want to focus on verse 24 and 25. Therefore, let that abide in you which you have heard from the beginning. If what you heard from the beginning abides in you, you also will abide in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that he has promised us, eternal life. There is something 
so profound about the relationship between God, our Father, and His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. In them, in this promise, is the life, the love, and we can in that find eternal life. So as you scan the world around you, noticing the beautiful, the magical, but also the pain, the sin, the struggles, rest your mind on this promise that we can abide in the Father and the Son. The promise of eternal life. An eternal life that we can't even begin to fully imagine or comprehend. God wants you there. He wants you there. And this space that you're in right now is not your home. It's not where you belong. Close your eyes if you're able. And for the last few moments, I just want to leave some space for you. I want you to to be able to abide with your Father and contemplate your true home. Where do you belong? Let His Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Christ dwelling inside of you, direct your thoughts to a higher realm.